Welcome to Good Enough Parenting, the place where not-so-perfect parents tune in to be reminded that our kids are going to be okay, even if we don't always know what we're doing, are making a million mistakes, and trying new things. I'm Carly Aroldi, a family play therapist, childhood mental health expert, and good enough mom of two. I may be the expert in childhood mental health, but you are the expert on your kid. And by combining my practical, peaceful parenting tools with everything you already know about your child, you and your family will experience more calm, more connection, and more cooperation in your daily life. So let's throw out the idea of the perfect parent and remember that our kids just need us to be good enough. Because if you don't feel like yelling at your kids sometimes, you're not spending enough time with them. Let's jump in. Welcome back to Good Enough Parenting. The number one thing I hear from parents when I start supporting them in my practice is every little thing sets my kid off. If I had a tape recorder in my office, which I do not, I would hear, I would be able to play a loop of that. Every little thing sets my kid off. The smallest little thing trips them up, makes them yell, makes them scream, dysregulates them, whatever. So I thought today I'd share a little technique that I use in my practice all the time to help kids who are highly reactive, right? We call these highly reactive kids. I personally was a highly reactive kid when I was younger, so I understand what this feels like. And so this technique is something that we use only when kids, we introduce it only when kids are in a very regulated state. So this is not something we're going to introduce when kids are in meltdown mode. We're going to introduce this to them when they're in a calm, connected, playful state, and we're going to model it as we introduce it. So we call this pebble rock boulder. And the idea is we all have problems in our life, right? We all have things that are tricky that set us off. And sometimes things that are actually the size of a pebble can feel like a boulder, especially if we're really, really cranky. And sometimes things that are rocks can feel like boulders. But we want to kind of right size the problem. So this comes from like a dialectical behavioral therapy, the idea of how big is this problem really and what am I doing to make it bigger or can I do something to make it smaller? So how it might work with your kid is um, you talk about, do you know what a pebble is? Do you know what a rock is? Do you know what a boulder is? Great. So sometimes I have problems that are pebble problems. What are some pebble problems you have? Some examples might be like my pencil broke in math and my teacher wouldn't let me get up and sharpen it. You might say, yeah, that's definitely a pebble problem, right? It's a problem, but it's not huge. Or it might be like the slide was too wet and we couldn't go down it at um, outside time today. Oh, that's a bummer. That is a pebble problem. It might be my shoelace broke at, you know, recess and then my shoe felt loose the whole time. Yeah, that's a pebble problem. And model for yourself some pebble problems like, oh, I thought we had, you know, milk in the fridge and we didn't. Oh, that's a pebble problem. So then you move into what are some problems that are rock problems, kind of medium sized problems. It might be so and so and I keep getting in a fight at recess together. Mm, that is a rock problem. That that's a little bit of a struggle. It might be math is really hard for me and I'm I'm really struggling to figure stuff out. Yeah, that's a rock problem too. For a younger kid, it might be I have to sit next to so and so on the carpet and I hate sitting next to them on the carpet. Oh, that is a rock problem. And again, model it for yourself. You know, what are some rock problems that maybe are a little bit bigger? Like, oh, I have a big project due at work and I don't have a lot of time to do it. So it's not going to get done in time. That's a rock problem. So medium sized problems. And then bolder problems. What are some things that might be bolder issues? 
oh my gosh, when our basement flooded and all of our furniture got ruined. Ooh, that was a boulder problem. That was a big one for our family. Or grandma's sick and in the hospital and I'm really, really scared for her. Yeah, that feels like a big boulder problem too. So once you introduce this, and for younger kids, I'll have them draw pictures of it. Like if they don't want to talk as much, I'll be like, draw a picture of some pebble things that are going on for you. Draw some pictures of some boulders. They may not have any boulders, which is lovely, but we all have pebbles. So draw pictures of it, talk about it, list it, write it out. Then when they have like a good sense of like, okay, this is a pebble, this is a rock, this is a boulder, we can talk about sometimes things that are pebbles can feel like boulders, right? So maybe when we haven't slept really good and we're hungry and we're cranky and our pencil breaks, that's a pebble problem, but it's going to feel like a boulder. We had a pebble problem that turned into a boulder in our house last night where we ordered pizza from a new pizza place. We get sausage on the pizza and it was crazy spicy. Now, obviously, this is a pebble problem. This is not something that's huge. But our family had a bolder reaction to it because everybody was starving. Everybody was hungry. We only had like 15 minutes to eat before we went on to the next activity. And all of a sudden, our pizza felt ruined. Oh, So it's a pebble problem that we had a bolder reaction to, right? So we can normalize that. Our brain is sometimes going to have a bolder reaction to something really small. When we introduce this concept, when a kid is in a regulated upstairs brain place, it gives them some reflective capacity to say, huh, maybe sometimes things that are big, I'm sorry, things that are little feel big. And then when it happens in the moment, and again, I'm going to emphasize this. I know I did this in the podcast a couple weeks ago. We don't use all this language and talk like this when our kids are in meltdown mode. That's not helpful. But maybe when they're in their kind of more midbrain mode and they start to get frustrated, like, oh, I can't believe they put the spicy sausage on our pizza. We can validate it. Oh, that is so frustrating. And then we can reframe it to, I wonder if this is a pebble problem or I wonder if this is a boulder problem. And if our kid's ready to just melt down and dysregulate, because again, meltdowns happen, growing brains are tricky, sometimes they need to just scream and shout, they might go, it's a boulder problem. Then we're going to provide calm connection and comfort. But if we can catch them before they go down the slide into that kind of dysregulated place, they might say, oh, it's a pebble problem. And you can validate again, it is a pebble, it feels like a boulder, but we can remind our brains, this is a pebble problem, right? So this is a fun kind of game to experiment with, even in your own lives and your own relationships, right? Like I couldn't get my Apple TV working the other day. That is a pebble problem. And I was having a big boulder reaction to it. And so I kind of paused for a minute and was able to like say in front of my kids, this pebble problem is feeling like a boulder on top of my head. And so I'm modeling for them. Yeah, I'm going to feel this way. It's okay to feel this way. But I can also remind myself to right size the problem. And then it calms me enough to be able to figure out what I need to do next. 
So Pebble Rock Boulder, really great intervention for kids. You know, I, I mean, I've done it with four-year-olds, obviously all the way up through adults. I've done this in professional work as well. And that idea of we're reminding ourselves we need to right-size our reactions to the problems. This can help the kid that is always being set off, that is triggered by the smallest thing, helping them to get mindful, helping them to get reflective about, hmm, what do, what do I need to do to help myself in this interaction to actually problem solve it rather than let it flatten me like a boulder? Another thing to keep in mind that you can talk to your kids about and also remember for yourselves is that if we put a ton of pebbles together, it feels like a boulder, right? So this is the great book, Alexander and the Terrible, Horrible, No Good, Very Bad Day. He had a ton of pebble problems that then felt like a boulder and wanted to make him move to Australia. So we call this in behavioral therapy, trigger stacking, right? Okay, yeah, these are all little problems, but put enough of them together and they might feel like the same weight as a rock. So you can also reflect for yourself and for your kids, wow, this is a pebble problem, but I'm or you're having a bolder reaction to it. I wonder if you've had a lot of other pebbles today. So the weight feels like a boulder when really this is just a pebble. And can we get rid of some of our pebble thoughts to get uh, to feel a little more free and comfortable to deal with what's in front of us? So I hope that's helpful. Love to hear what some of your pebble problems are that kids have had bolder reactions to. Besides Apple TVs and spicy sausage pizza, feel free to reach out. Carly Counsels on Facebook and Instagram, and we'll talk again soon. Thanks for listening to Good Enough Parenting. If you'd like to learn four simple play therapy techniques you can use at home today to create more calm in your family life, go to paceparent.com forward slash play to get a free video where I'll teach them to you. And you can always hear more from me at Carly Councils on Facebook and Instagram. And if you like what you heard today, please rate, review, subscribe, and share this episode with a friend, a sister, a spouse, any parent who could use a reminder that our kids don't need us to be perfect, just good enough. Until next time.